October the 7th, 
Now, why am I opening my podcast with that advertisement? Because today, we're going to study John chapter 10. And Jesus speaks the first five verses as a parable about sheep. And because of my study, and, and the way I studied sheep, I talked to people that raised them. Because I don't know anything about them. And they told me what they were like, and I wrote it all down. And then I just was amazed. Well, that sounds like me or my children. And so I begin with the parable, I mean, with the, the facts about that book, because this is a parable about sheep. And Jesus is speaking it. And he says, verily, verily. I hope you remember what that means. That means, listen up, everybody. This is very important. He said, I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbs up some other way the same as a thief and a ruler and a robber. Now, Jesus has already said, I am the door. He's the door to heaven. And if you remember when God told Noah to build the ark, he said, put one door in it. And God told Noah and his family and the animals, go in through that one door. And then God shut the door. And the flood came and people were drowning. And they couldn't get in the ark. You see, the ark represents Jesus Christ to us. And when we're in him, we're safe. And so Jesus goes back to, to, to the illustration of sheep. Sheep have to come in through the door. There's only one door to the sheepfold. And if you climb over the fence, you're a robber. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. You see, in those days, the shepherd entered, the sheep followed, and then the shepherd, because they didn't have fences, they didn't have doors to there, so he would lay down at night, or he would stay by the door to protect the sheep, to keep the wolves and robbers out and to keep the sheep in. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leadeth them out. You see, the shepherd leads them in and out of the sheepfold. When he puts forth his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Now, he's using a parable. And what he's saying here is, you are like sheep, and I'm like the shepherd. And when you know me, you know my voice. And when you hear my voice, you follow. But a stranger they won't follow, but they'll flee from him, for they know not the voice of a stranger. And you see, when we really study the Word of God and, and learn what He has to say, we get discernment. And when someone is not speaking the truth of the Word to us, we discern the error. Now, it says in John 10, verse 6, this parable Jesus spoke 
but they didn't understand what he was talking about. And then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, here he is again. I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. A person is a door. How can a man be a door? Because he laid down his life that you and I might enter into eternity. And he said, all that come before me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep didn't hear them. I'm the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved. And he can go in and out and find pasture. Once you're saved, you're always saved. The thief comes not but to steal and to kill and to destroy. And here's the verse that led me to become a believer in Jesus Christ. He said, I come that they, the sheep of which I am one, might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I was 33 years old. I'm not going into my testimony. I've done it many times. I didn't have a need physical. I had everything that anybody would ever want and it wasn't enough. And I couldn't understand why it wasn't enough. No female ever had a better husband than I had. No mother ever had healthier children than I had. But there was a knowing in me. And I couldn't satisfy it. And because I'm so selfish and greedy, I wanted the abundant life. And when I heard this verse read in a Bible class, I questioned it. And I said, how, how could a man that died so long ago give me an abundant life? I didn't understand it. But I was, I was led, I know, by the Holy Spirit to believe it. And so then my prayer is not like most salvation prayers. I said in my arrogant way, okay, God, if you can give me an abundant life, just do it. Now, you would think that God would reject a prayer made in that attitude, but he didn't. And two days later, God placed in my heart a thirst to read the Bible. I'd never done that before. Can you believe it? I was born in Alabama, raised in Alabama, went to church in Alabama, went to college in Alabama. Never read the Bible. Never wanted to. Went to church because you're supposed to back in those days. And here I had a desire. And when I read John chapter 3, I realized I must be born again. And I knew that was to have another life. And I prayed. Oh, God, give me your life. And he did. And my life has never been the same again since.
That was 1964, September the 9th. I will never, ever forget that day. And for the first time in my life, there was an inner satisfaction I'd never, ever known. And I had great parents, great friends. But what the world offers doesn't satisfy the inner longing in your heart. And then Jesus went on to say, I'm the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. You see, we're all sheep. We all need a shepherd and we all have one. We have one that gave his life. He gave his life for you and me. And not only did his life, was his life given, but he wanted to lead us. And he still does. And I am so grateful that I am secure in my relationship with him. He said, but he that is a hireling and not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. The wolf catches them and scatters them. Then the hireling flees because he is a hireling and he doesn't really care for the sheep. I'm the good shepherd, he says again, and I know my sheep. And they're none of mine. The sheep know me. As the Father knows me, even so know I the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, them also I must bring. He's speaking of the Gentiles. And they shall hear my voice, and they shall be one fold and one shepherd. He, was, he had come to the Jews. The Jews rejected him. He set them aside and came to the Gentiles. He's not finished with the Jews. He just put them on the back burner, so to speak. And one day soon, I believe, that trumpet will sound. And we believing Gentiles will be out of here. And then he'll go back to the Jews. 145,000 Jews around the world will believe because of the rapture. And they will be evangelists and take the gospel around the world. He said, Therefore does my Father love me because I lay down my life that I might take it again. He rose from the dead. No man taketh it from me. I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it again. This commandment have I received of my Father. And in concluding this podcast, I want to remind you that Jesus was not killed. In this verse, we see he gave up the ghost. And the Bible teaches that on the cross, he gave up his life. No one took it from him. He gave it up, and then he took it back again.
came out of the tomb and proved to the world at that time who he was. So in conclusion, I, I encourage you to consider that God wants you to live life abundantly, not struggle and be depressed and oppressed. It doesn't mean you have everything you want, but you have everything you need. Trust him to be your shepherd and then follow him because he cares. God bless you and thank you for listening.